fellow Zeros, thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that thinks it looks like No Rules Tuesday out there. I'm your pal Joe, and along with me, I have other hunter warriors to talk to you about the movie Alita Battle Angel. We've got Corey. The podcast that knows he wasn't a dog lover. I hate that. And sequel. The podcast that would rather rule in hell than serve in heaven. Like I said just a moment ago, we're here to talk to you about Alita Battle Angel, like the title also, you know, stated. But before that... We've watched other things that aren't that, at least I hope so. I know I have. Hey, sequel, what'd you watch? I'm a few episodes into season five of The Sopranos. Wow, you did work. I did do work. They just, just it flows <laughs> one after the other. I just let it auto-play and I'm good to go. Four is definitely the worst season, but it's not bad by any stretch. So five picks up again? Five picks up again. Because I actually, I actually just started it. Did I'm you? Like, I'm like six episodes in. Nice, you like it? I'm not sure. I, I I like it, but like I hate his mom. I hate his mother. You're supposed to. Like I cringe when she's on screen. Like there's it makes me want of, to shut it off. There's a bunch of characters early in the first season that made me want to not watch it anymore, and I I stopped for a while. I finished it. I eventually went back and finished. She's it. the only one. But I'm like, I was in it from the get go. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> I I like it. Yeah. I, but but. Uh, a bunch of the women characters around Tony I just make me really fucking... It's just his mom for hard. me. It's mom, his wife, I don't really... I never really got behind... So it's okay, the, the stuff with the priest is weird. Yeah, that was a little... A little weird. He's a movie lover, though, so... I know what Jamie Lynn Singler turns into in Entourage, so I'm, like, waiting for her to get older <laughs> in the show. We're gonna have a conversation as she gets older. Okay. And I did some research into this, so I want to see if you notice something. Okay. All right. She uh, has a new voice. She does. It's, uh... No, it's it's great. Steve Buscemi's in season five. I knew he was in the show at some point. Yeah. So he's, uh... He's, like, my favorite character right now. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, me and my wife watched 12 Angry Men earlier this week. She great movie. It yeah, it's my favorite. I've seen, like, a million times by this point, so... It's, like, very quotable. <laughs> Not, um, not something I've heard about 12 Angry Men. Very quotable. It's quotable for us. Yeah, yeah. Back and forth. We also watched The Departed. Tried to do a lot of previous Best Picture winners since the Oscars are this Sunday. So Makes sense. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Surprise, taking up most of my time. They're an hour a pop. Although some of them, I've noticed, are like 45 minutes. Some I, are an I hour seven. Some are like, uh, yeah, no. they, they fluctuate. Yeah, they go all over the place. It's like watching Marvel on Netflix. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> you used to watch them. Yeah, I guess no more, no more new ones, though. No. Officially done. I still have so many to catch up on. Well, they got um, season three of Jessica Jones. Still it's released. filmed. Not going to be released on Netflix. I thought it, I thought they said they were going to go ahead and release it still. No. Really? Not it got canceled already. Not so according to Dave at work. <laughs> it's filmed. Dave so, at work. <laughs> so, so, uh... He's saying that it will be shown on the Disney streaming app in like two, three years, maybe. Oh, that sucks. Sick. <laughs> I didn't even want it in the first place. Hey, Corey, what'd you watch, bud? Um, most of I, I took a trip to Ohio, so a lot of my a lot last of livestock was was spent driving and watching things pass by me. I drove the entire way, both ways. I'm so sorry. Yeah. How many hours is that? A lot. Uh, to where I had to go, like. Just under 12. How many Wawa stops? One. Total? One total. I don't think they have them. Once you get too far onto PA, you kind of stop seeing Wawas. 
And by the time I'm ready to stop again, I'm out of Wawa territory. So I do one stop at where the PA Turnpike and the NJ Turnpike intersect. You stop on the way back? I stopped... No, no, I'm sorry. One oh, each way. Okay. My apologies. One each yeah. way. You got a big gulp full of coffee. I got... Uh, they don't have those. 40, 48 ounces of coffee. Jesus Christ. I got two 24-ounce coffees uh, each way. You are a man among men. I love their coffee. I can't drink that much coffee. That's so much coffee. I'd have to shit so bad after that. You think? I I think I'd be able to sit still in the driver's seat. I'd be like... (laughs) You know what the thing is? By the time I got done done one coffee and started to enjoy the second one... The first one was work. The second one you enjoyed. (laughs) When I I did my... uh, Well, the second one is like... By the time I get to the second one, it's already cooled off a little bit. So it's just like... You can just slug it back like it's... It's like iced coffee. Yeah. I do my Virginia drive, and it's, um, I leave Long Island at 10 o'clock at night. Yep. I have beef jerky and two 24-ounce Red Bulls, and I don't stop. I yep. just go. And I get to Virginia by, like, like uh, let's see. Seven? Eight? From 10 o'clock at night, it's, like, it's probably more like than eight hours. Virginia. Oh, eight eight hours. Okay. No, it's, like, six hours. Six? Six if I left during the day. It's more like I've done it in four forty five before. Wow, okay. There's nobody on the road. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. And the Jersey Turnpike ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And you can you can you can fly down the Jersey Turnpike at like ninety miles an hour. Nobody's going to stop you. No, because all the trucks that are doing like overnight transit are doing the same exact yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. So you're just flowing with traffic exactly. at that point. So, anyways, once I got to Ohio, I spent pretty much the entire time literally doing nothing. I did nothing work wise. I didn't leave the house. Like, it was it was kind of nice. And we watched a good amount of things on Netflix. We binged watched the first season and, like, half of the second season of Big Mouth. <laughs> I had watched, like, the first episode randomly, but I finally sat down and watched a lot of it. The show's fucking funny. It came out with a uh, Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. I haven't, haven't watched I haven't gotten it yet, there yet. Yeah. Um, show's good. It is a very, very good show. It's, <laughs> it's crude and... but. At the same time, it's it's also super relatable, so I guess that there's like all characters from the Kroll show too. Yeah, a lot. And John Mulaney's character in it is really cool. Um, it's good. I I strongly recommend watching it. Uh, I watched two. I'm lying. Three episodes of The Umbrella Academy. I've heard that's good. Pacing is an issue. Too slow. It's a little too slow, and then it speeds up too fast that you can't catch up with what's happening, but the characters are crazy interesting. I'm super excited to see where the story goes and how the characters develop. Visually, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... I think once I, like, power through the rest of them, it'll be good. And I think that's the thing. It's definitely a show that you you should binge, only because it it moves a little slow. So, like, if you had to, like, take a week off to wait for it, you'd be like, I'm not going back to that. I don't have... But, like, because you can just kind of keep going, it I feel like it's going to end up building very nicely towards the end, but right now it's just, it's just, the the start and stop is a little much for me. But still, cool, uh, Ellen Page is awesome in it. I didn't know she was in it. Yep, yep, she's um, the one reason I was like, alright, we can, we can throw these on, I guess I'll bite the bullet. And then last but not least, I'm sure there are things I'm forgetting, but this is the only other one I wanted to talk about. I watched two or three episodes of My Hero Academia. And fuck that show. Fuck that show. Fuck that show. To be I, fair, Corey hates anime. I do not like anime. That show 
might be the worst anime I've ever watched. Wow. It's fucking terrible. I haven't seen that show, but you clearly haven't watched enough anime. <laughs> if that's the worst one. Oh, it's definitely the worst one I've From seen. what I hear. Oh my god. Uh, you know what? That's not true. That's actually 100% not true. Because it's not worse than uh, Batman Ninja. So. Oof. I'll say to listen. I don't even remember you hating it that much. I don't hate it that much, but this is not as bad as that. And and it might be one of those things where once the once you get to like a, a another major plot point, it'll get better. But for right now, my God, I don't like. Well, it's not like you're going to continue, I assume. No, there's just this thing that they do in animes with like their reactions, and I just don't like them. I just don't like the way that they have characters react to things with like the. And they're, like, falling over. Of course, pantomiming. Yeah, I'm pantomiming. <laughs> I can't explain it, what they do. I, it's, I like, the, like, the trademark of anime is... Yeah. Yeah, it's... That the, is the most defining, stereotypical characteristic of anime. Yeah, definitely. It's If you don't like that, you're definitely yeah. not going to like it. That and the anime run, which my kids are now doing at school, which makes me hate it even worse. The what now? The anime run, which is where the characters, like, lean forward and put their arms, like, straight back to run... That's, yeah, that's the ninja run. It's a ninja run, I guess, but all of my kids at school are doing it now, and also, I'm going to trip them down Jack the stairs. Horseman runs like that, which is really funny to me. <laughs> like a really clumsy way. Kill Bill. It's how you cut down wind resistance. You, you betcha. So that's it, Joe. That's that's what I've been watching. What about you? Stay strong, Corey. Thanks. I watched a bunch of stuff. I'm going to forsake talking about mid-90s again. And also The Sopranos, because we already covered that. So, for Valentine's Day, because I'm nice... I let my girlfriend pick the movie, and she chose a gentleman prefer blondes, and she forgot it was a musical until after we started it. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna yeah, you have to loop back to me real quick when we're done. You got another, if, if you want, you can throw a, if you have a musical. Yeah, I had to watch fucking Rent live last night too. Congrats. My wife DVR'd it, and she finally got around to watching it. You she know what else I fucking that. hate? Rent. Fuck Rent. Right. Fuck that. Paying money to live places. Oh. Well, that too. <laughs> Fuck Rent. I really, really don't like musicals, and Rent does not help. I've never seen Rent, but seen I don't Rent. think I would like it, based on not liking musicals very much. The only upside to watching Rent live was that the woman who played the bearded lady in The Greatest Showman is in it. Did somebody screw up? No, if somebody screws up and I missed it, then oh. I'll have to go back and watch it again, because that'd make me happy too. Not worth it. Yeah, you're right. That's okay. Oh, I don't watch it live. I've seen it. I've seen the show live. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it right live, though. So yeah, Gentlemen for Blondes. Uh, I think I want to say that's Marilyn Monroe's first movie. I don't know if that's actually true, but she's in it. She is the blonde. Interesting. It's not a bad movie. Without, if you take out the musical numbers that are just irrelevant and dumb, it's it's a fine movie. There's a little rich kid in it that reminds me of like 1950s Macaulay Culkin. Ooh. And that's what I shouted every time he came on screen. <laughs> 1950s Macaulay Culkin! Does All Macaulay right, Culkin sh- come back? <laughs> he saved part of the movie for me. Just your girlfriend, like, patting your face, being like, shh, we, we stay quiet now. No, she just laughed. And then the other, I watched two other movies. I watched The Silence of the Lambs. Yes! I've never seen that before. What are your and that? It's good. Anthony Hopkins is fucking horrifying in that right? movie. He yeah. is just, oh. Bone chilling. Like, I forget, we've discussed this before, that he's only on screen for, like... 18 minutes. 18 minutes, that is. And he won Best Actor. He That's deserves supporting. it. He deserves it. I don't know if he was the lead. That's it's. Uh, he's the lead male actor in that one. 
Who else are you going to give it to? Tyler Bill. Mm, I don't. I don't think he's, there's enough there. Hey man, I think he's on screen even less. Based yeah. on my perception of it, at least what it seemed like, maybe it's just because all the Hannibal Lecter scenes are that memorable. I mean, I saw what he's going to do with the face thing, but I'm like, it's, it's him. What are you doing? I love that movie. That's a top ten movie. Right? It's re- it's really good. I was expecting it to be like scary, I guess, but it's just more of like no, a it's psychological more of a thriller. Thriller. Yeah, it's a thriller. Yeah, it's That's a better way to say it. People say it's the first horror movie to win Best Picture, and I guess you can classify it as there's horror elements to it, but it's it's more of a. Thriller. I mean, how the lecture's terrifying. So yeah, the basement's terrifying. Yeah. There's like when she rings the doorbell at the end, and you cut to that like. Old school, like fireman's bell yeah. in his basement, all covered in cuts. I mean, it's creepy, but just oh, Hannibal Lecter, he's some, he's a monster. Yes, he is. Crazy. And I think just the way that they build that character up over the course of the movie, like the one guy, like throw, is it come? Is it supposed to be come? Migs, yeah, yeah, Migs. Yeah. Yep. And then like that's the, like, really the, gross. I didn't need to see that scene. Yeah, and then the next time he comes back, he's like crying, whimpering in the corner because he bit his own tongue off. Oh, he's, he's dead. dead. He's not, we, we never come back to him. We never he see dies? him again. Yeah, yeah. He, he killed himself, I think. Make, killed himself because Hannibal Lecter talked him into like, it. I know Hannibal Lecter talked to him, but, but apparently... You don't but, see him talk to him. No, you don't, but they, they mention it. He's like, oh, Hannibal talked to him for like 30 seconds or some, something something insane like that, too. Like, they said he wasn't talking to him for very long. Yeah, he swallowed his own tongue and he died. He swallowed his own tongue. That's what it was. Yep. Swallowed his own tongue. That's with Hannibal Lecter's got some weird set of values there. Like... He's got a weird code of honor, ethics, ethics right. something. A BG. Eating people's okay, but not, people's not okay, throwing but judges. Throw cover, <laughs> that's where I, I draw well, the line. I Whoa, mean, we live in a society. <laughs> Listen, on the other side of it, he may have just been like, if this guy keeps doing that every time she comes, eventually she's just going to be like, no, fuck this, I'm not coming back. I'm sure it's part of his plan, yeah. And he wants to keep having her come back. Like, he needs her to come back. He needs to learn about her and be creepy. Yes. All the time. He's he's a he, super good villain. Like from the it's He considers that rude. He hates rudeness. Yeah. That's he true picks too. people out. Like, that's how he picks his victims out. It's people he considers, like, rude. So, that was crossing the line to him. Even though he's very rude himself. Um, yeah. Love your suit. <laughs> what happened when you got to the barn, Shanties? Clarice? He never says hello, Clarice. He no, doesn't. he doesn't. The barn, when you opened the door, what did you see? I'm going to watch that probably tomorrow now. I love that movie. Go for it. It's good. I know you know that. <laughs> and the other movie I watched, for our boy Bennett, I watched Bad Times at the El Royale. Did you hey. like it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Did you see it? No, no it's you would have uh, talked about it, right? Never on mind. sale at Target. I almost picked one up, but for eleven ninety nine? No, it's like fifteen ninety nine right now. Close enough. Mm. I th- it's it's a good movie, but they have a lot of characters and they have a lot to accomplish with the characters. I think it would have been better served as like a small series on like HBO or Netflix or Amazon or something. It even kind of looked like it. Like when I was looking at the previews, it almost looked like an, like a HBO original. Not to take anything away from the movie because it's good and I would recommend people see it. But it's like two hours and twenty minutes and it doesn't feel long enough. Okay. Like it, it just they just it feels rushed still, but hmm. it's a good watch. I recommend it. Very good. Yeah. And that is what we've been watching. Let's do our movie facts. 
for Alita Battle Angel, which came out this year, 2019, right now. PG-13, and it's two hours and two minutes long. Directed by our friend, I don't know, we don't know him, Robert Rodriguez. And it stars Rose Salazar. Maybe I said that correct. You did. Cool. Christoph Waltz, Kean Johnson, Kean Johnson, Mahershala Ali, Jennifer Connelly, Ed Screen, or Scrine, and Jackie Earl Haley. The budget for the movie was a whopping $170 million. So far, in about a week, it's grossed $150 million, and $47 million of that is domestic. So it's not really doing that much here. But overseas, they're seeing it. Makes sense. The scores for the movie. Rotten Tomatoes with a 59%. I don't know where that's certified. That's just, it's rotten, according to them. It keeps going from fresh to rotten. It's yeah, it's fluctuating. It's 59 to 60. It's, it's awkward. Certified See, awkward. There you go. The audience are on tomatoes, ninety-four percent. Wow. <laughs> There's not a lot playing right now. That's actually not that surprising. <laughs> All right. IMDb seven point six out of ten. Metacritic with a fifty-four. And there's no user score yet on Metacritic, I guess not enough for reviews. The only other fact is what it's based on. It's based on a manga series called Gunnum Gun. Or Battle Angel Alita. It's G-U-N-N-M. G-U-N. Good luck trying to pronounce that. Nope. You did a great job, Jeff. You did great. Odds are I hit close in one of my two guesses. Those are the movie facts for Alita Battle Angel. What we're going to do now is let you know our general thoughts, which as always are spoiler free. Let you know what we thought of the movie without giving away any details. And Corey, what did you think of the movie? I think this movie does a lot of really, really good things visually. Uh, for the most part. But I think this movie suffers from plot pacing and plot density. I don't think it really realized how much it did or did not want to give us. And it screws up the way that this movie flows. So there are points in this movie where it just flows great. And then they start trying to shoehorn other things in to get us further along the plot. And it trips you up and it kind of like takes you out of it. Um, so yeah, like there, it's it's just a little wonky to to handle in the two hours and two minutes that they give us. They give us sequel thoughts. Um, pretty similar to Corey's. There's parts that you really like in this movie, and then there's a lot that they really don't need. Um, I, I think they should have spent more time world building. Yeah, it's it's really a mixed bag. This is, this would be a good one to strip down and place together the elements you like because there's a lot of potential here and they do something that I really hate which we'll get into later can't wait <laughs> I think actually for the most part I'm going to be echoing most of what you guys said like there are some really cool ideas in this movie some of them don't get fleshed out enough and some of the stuff we do get is kind of dumb but I can't say that right now because it's going to be too specific I think but uh, the action in this movie is very enjoyable yes so, if nothing else, for the visuals and the action alone, I think this movie is worth seeing. And that's our very vague general thoughts of the movie, and from here on out we're going to be spoiling Alita Battle Angel. If you haven't seen it yet, this is your chance to get out before we start spoiling it for you. Or if you just don't care, keep on keeping on, and let's spoil Alita Battle Angel starting right now. They could make this minimum three separate movies. And followed one of the plot lines that we get 
like for an entire like hour and a half long movie, and I would love it. It's very busy and rushed. But like you just there's just you could have given me an hour and a half of her trying to figure out whether her proverbial dad is the murderer of all these women and like sneaking out, not being able to get anything, losing him for a bit. And then that becomes like a fight between the two of them. And then you find out at the end what he actually does. That could have been a movie in and to itself. But instead you start following this thread and it gives you the payoff, but it almost feels like you don't deserve the payoff. Like it's like, Oh, well that was lazy and we're done with that now. They just rush it. Yeah. Rushing it is exactly what it is. Hugo's worthless. Don't need Hugo at he all. Is he is so crabby. He could take his character out of the movie completely. Nothing would change. Which one is Hugo? The love, the love interest. The love interest. You don't need oh, that. Yeah, no, you don't need that storyline at no. all. If you want to shoehorn a love story into the movie, make it between Christoph Waits and Jennifer Connelly. Fine. They have a history there anyway. Sounds kind of interesting. Probably would have enjoyed a little bit more. Hugo's worthless. You, you don't need someone to show Alita different things around town. She can discover it on her own. And she picks things up way too fast to have, like, a guide. Yes. Yeah. Like, she wakes up, she already remembers how to speak English, she already knows what hungry is. Like, she... There's no... There's not a lot of... Dis- she just don't doesn't remember things. Like, there's not a lot of disconnect from her brain having been dormant for God knows how long. Which is problematic in the first place. Like, how is she sitting on the top of the junk pile if she's been, like, dormant since... 300 years ago. Well, I don't think she got thrown 300 years ago. She probably got thrown recently, but why would Nova get rid of her? Something probably happened up in Xenon, whatever the hell it's called. I forgot. Zula? I saw, Zula? I saw it a week ago. <laughs> Is it Zula? I'm looking it up. Zenmore? Zen- no. Klebor? I think it starts with a Z. It definitely starts with a Z. And Zulu is what's coming to my head, but it's not Zulu. No. Zenmore? I think so. I think it's like five letters. Zola? Zoltan. Zoltan. That's not it. No, that's, nope. that's the name of the alien from Dude, Where's My Car? Fuck. I'm not joking. Zalem. <laughs> Zalem. Zalem. Thank you. Zalem. Nailed it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we. I can't get into the weeds of how this movie starts, or it, it's not going to get off the ground. I, I hand wave it because... That's how the movie needs to go to start. Like, that's what needs to happen, and okay. I'm assuming none of us knew going into it that this is going to be a series of movies, or at least two movies. They no, certainly I, suggest that it's going to have to make a second movie. Yeah, well, I wasn't have sure. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that going in. And I think that may have been my pacing problem, is they were, like, hitting the gas and pumping the brakes. Like, just, like, it, it felt like the movie was, like, jerking back and forth. Because I was like, all right... So some of these things aren't going to be resolved, and we're going to have a we're going to have a sequel. They're going to set it up for a sequel. Things aren't going to get resolved, and then they resolved most of the things. They resolved ninety percent of things, or eighty percent of things, I guess. Yeah, eighty ninety percent of things, and then the the one thing that they don't resolve, I'm like, so now you're going to make an entire movie? What? Like I just. I think, yeah, it's, I think I think it sets up amazing for a sequel. Like I well, want to see that. This is my argument. Then <laughs> what if we don't get it? Then this movie is less good. It's the worst thing ever because <laughs> nothing happened. I you mean, just get her origin. Happened, it, we just watched Astro Boy, and it would be yes, kind of it is similar. Astro Boy. It's the exact same. Dude, it's so Astro thing. Boy. Yeah, it is so. I, I it's so weird that we. The minute, the minute they like, I saw like the trash shoot from the bottom of Zalem, 
a bunch of like garbage going to a trash pile. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is Astro Boy. We keep doing thing. this. We keep somehow doing movies near each other that they're like, we wouldn't think it's anything to do with each other, but they do. Yes. Then, lo and behold. It's a skill. Internet. <laughs> no, I'm like, all right, so there's 10 minutes left. I'm sitting in the theater. There's 10 minutes left. I had a terrible theater experience. I so did I, there. kids. Yeah, but really, okay. I, My theater was empty. Like, nobody was going to see this movie. Hold that thought for a second. Okay. 10 minutes. I have my phone. It's it's in my cup holder. It's what I do. I, I glance out the time, time occasionally. Preview. I time the previews. And I'm like, there's only like ten minutes to go here. She's not even up there yet. What the hell's <laughs> what the hell's going on? Oh, I didn't think at all she was going to make it up there. Oh my god! But that was the problem. They keep <laughs> they they like got to a point where they were like plowing through plot points and plowing into things. I'm like, all right, she's go like What's the it? last fifteen minutes of the movie. They like cram in like the ending of six storylines. Yeah, what's the what's the name of the sport? I want to say roller. I want to say it's murder ball, but murder I don't think ball? it's right. I think it is murder ball. It's a uh... roller ball's that other movie with like James Caan in the seventies, and they remade it in the nineties. It's Please. the same sport. Motor uh, ball. Motor ball. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. So, yeah. So there's no motor on that ball, by the way. But they're motoring around the track. Yeah, I guess so. And they're playing with the ball. The lamb ball. Lamb <laughs> <And> ball. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so. There's a line early on where Alita's asking Hugo about Motorball, and then Hugo makes a comment like, oh, I think Joshua's going to be final champion. Never see Joshua no. ever again. <laughs> she he, beats him, though. She must She must knock him out because she's about to win. Point, at some point, she does. Never see him ever again. So, like, I don't know if the next movie is going to be she like... She hasn't even competed with him yet, though. She just got moved up to... Like, she, at the end, she gets bumped up into, like, the... the the real Premier League. No, no, at the end, she's a race away from going Yeah, up. They montaged her whole motorball well, season. I thought, I yeah. thought that was her, like, exiting the secondary league. I no. thought that, like, the... Nope, nope. She's... The, she's according to the PA they call that in basketball that I can't remember. The Legends, or what is it called? The, deve- the D-League? The, the D-League, but, like... No, she's a race right. away from being final champion. Yeah. I'm assuming that's going to be the opening of the movie against Joshua. <laughs> but they don't go into what Motorball is well enough I have for you no to understand idea what how the it is. fuck you become final champion because it's a weird mix of it's dumb it's a weird mix of like um shit roller derby roller derby that was the word I was looking for roller derby and like old Mayan basketball it's if you ever seen the movie Rollerball it's Rollerball you're skating around a track with the ball you gotta get in in a hole oh my god that's it the scrimmage is, was more exciting than the actual sport itself. Because yeah. I was like a more condensed track and there was a lot more things going on. I don't know how many laps you have to do before you You're can... talking about the, the amateur one with the kids? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the amateur one with the kids, like, there's was better. Fine. I yeah. kind of understood what was going on there. God. It's a little busy for me, but it's fine. Like, I get it. It was just... If, it, if you think that one's busy. It the was, pro it, one is so busy. It was just really confusing to me because I couldn't tell where they were or what they had to do. Like... If, like, the ball changes possession, do they have to go... Is it, like, playing, like, half-court basketball where you gotta, like, Take clear, the, clear the <laughs> clear the ball? Um, and then, how do you have, like, a single premier champion in what seems to be a team sport? I think it's a free-for-all. Oh, yeah, it's, it's one-on-one, one-on-one, one-on-one. Yeah. It was a free-for-all on, in the in, in her... Um, tryout? Tryout. It's a free-for-all in the scrimmage, too. I don't know that it is. Yes, it is. 100%. Seems like there are people working together. Well, I guess in a free for all, you can work together at a certain point until it's time to like 
It's kind of like the Royal Rumble. Weird. I don't know. We we don't have official rule sets for motorball. Right. M-ball. M-ball. So, yeah. There's no way the final champion gets to actually go up there, though, right? Like... Apparently, that's the, actually the only way that someone actually gets to go not in pieces. No one's going up there. <laughs> I, that's the thing. It's not like, going to happen. You would think that's the case, but at this point, we... I don't... I think one of the throwaway lines is that, like... Nobody's nobody's ever gotten up there, like like there's never been a, like a grand champion that that's made it up that's like survived all the way to make it up there or something. I think they said except for that, except for the final champion. Yeah. Oh, except for okay, yeah. so never mind then. So yeah, I guess that's the only way. But then again, it also appears that the only way that people actually get up there is that those final champions get stripped down for their cool parts and shipped up. No, that's uh, people who earn enough money to get sent up to... Yes, Ali. I know that, but I'm saying that it very well may be the same for both sides. Yeah, Mahershala's Ali's character kind of stated, like, the only one, only time anyone goes up there is in parts. pieces. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that applies to the final yeah, champion I thought he meant, not. like, besides the final champion. It's very unclear. Would it be vague, Vector? Now you're dead, so we can't know. So... Yeah, have you guys ever seen the movie Running Man of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. So, like, yeah, the winners aren't really winners. <laughs> like, it might be perceived to the public that they got to go up there. Do. I don't think they really got to go up there. She's going to make it up there. Unless, of course, unless, unless there's a, a motorball league up there, and that's why they get to go, because it's like the elite. They get drafted into the... There's the a whole other sport nobody knows the about. Motorball <laughs> Invitational. Could be. That's, only, that's the only thing I can think of. Only can only hope. Fight scenes are cool. Fight scenes are cool. Good action. The one fight scene they... One bit of action they give us in the trailer paid off as well. Like, it played as well in the movie as I had hoped that it would. In the bar? In the bar where he, she, like, just kind of, like, dodges, does some weird thing with her hand, like, takes his head and smashes it into, like, the counter. That was fucking cool. I, like, I think the bar scene is my favorite scene in the movie. I do like it when, like, a, like a, someone of a smaller stature tries to, like, rally the troops or makes a speech to try to, like, rally the crowd. Even though it doesn't work the way she wants to, she's still doing it, and I loved it. Nope. Corey's shaking his head. Hardcore. Nope. I like Not on the mic. I, I, I felt the opposite way. I loved the action sequences. I don't understand. Again, it's one of those things where the plot doesn't doesn't quite match up for me. Why does this woman think she can just get a badge, walk into a place, look around the place, sees what's around there, and be like, oh yeah, these guys will totally help me. I know it's going to sound cliche, but Corey, she was actually born yesterday. Yes. Like, and she is so naive and innocent, and I love her. Yeah, same. I love her. She's an amazing character. From that perspective, because yeah. yeah, she's naive, she's innocent, and her vague memories where things are like coming back to her, she's programmed to do so. She was probably a leader. So she feels like she can do it. And she's got no reason to believe otherwise. It was awesome. Yeah. That's just... A, I, I, I thought it was clunky. I thought it was lazy, personally. But I totally get where you guys are coming from. I just... Pers- I, the rest of that scene, from that moment on, from when the, the guy with the Martian sword... The main good-looking, good-looking face guy that we were following. Yeah, I know Francis from Deadpool. Yeah, Francis from Deadpool. That's where I know him. Ed, Ed Screen. I forget <sighs> yes. what his name is in this. I'm gonna look it up. Something weird. Zapan? Zapan? Yeah, Zapan. Zapan and Gruishka. Yes, the Yiddish Jackie Earl Haley. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> um, 
Like, every other part of that scene, I, I love, I just... I one f- part I don't like. Of that scene? Yeah. Which Was one? it the dog? I know it's puppy blood put on her face. <laughs> like, I saw that in the trailer where she puts it on, like, I, I, I'm like, that's puppy blood? Come on, dude. <laughs> that's what, what drove her in. Yeah, that's it's probably from in. the manga series, I'm sure. I'm sure I, I, this movie felt like there's a lot of images that's probably taken directly from the source material. Probably. Especially, um... If not directly, at least close. Especially uh, Christoph Waits' get-up when he becomes a, a hunter-warrior. Like, I feel like... Oh, for sure. That's definitely, definitely Yeah. That's gotta be. And him walking with his huge weapon, that, like, scythe that he makes himself. His motor-powered scythe. It's the only like, way a guy like that's gonna be able to swing that fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Definitely, a, like, a panel or, or a page with, like, that iconic shot, I feel. For sure. If, if it's not actually him, it's based on... Because uh, Gruwishka is actually based on a character with a similar name. Oh, really? Okay. In, in this, so... I assume, if not... Which one was Gruishka? He's the big robot guy. With he gets the chain weapon. Okay, he's the bad guy that we're following. He gets blinded. He's yeah, the, yeah, he's yeah. the big the that big gloop. Oh my god, that moment may have been my favorite moment. I love my favorite is the whole fight underground. Once he takes her underground, yeah, yeah. the whole fight is awesome. well. That's a continuation. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the really, second any, half of the yeah. bar scene. Yeah, any action sequence that happens between the bar till she gets torn to shreds is. Amazing. We get the fuck your mercy line, that, which, out of nowhere. My favorite. My I forgot favorite this movie was line. rated PG thirteen. I was like, "That's their one f bomb." Yeah. You should not have brought your kids to this. <laughs> that was that was my i. I guess because I knew it was PG thirteen, I wasn't expecting it. But when she says that, like, I got jazz. I was like, "Yeah, fuck your mercy." I guess she, I fucking loved that moment. It's so surprise. It, it's such. It's. You, her programming and what she can remember, what she can do. It's like when she's does certain things like that, you're like, okay, she was like hardcore back in the day. And we get glimpses of that. But you mentioned, don't bring your kids to this. I want an opening night, apparently. I did not realize it was opening night. There's been reviews for this movie for over a month now. People have seen it, people have tweeted about it. I went on Friday night, I sat in the theater, it was one of those with um, three aisles. I sat all the way to the left, which is fine, out of everyone's way. Like, was it? Full or was it you just wasn't chose to sit full? There? Okay. All right. So there was two rows of I want to say ten to thirteen year old Ooh. girls sitting in the back. Woof. Fuck. So that's a bad time. Yeah. Maria Menounos does her thing. <laughs> she she gets finished, and three of the girls decide to run down to the front and like sing and dance. And then I hear somebody go, "Where are their parents?" And then I see this couple in like the first row. Yell, stand up and yell at them. And they, the girls then went back to their seats in the back. So I'm thinking they either are their parents or they're just a fed up couple. So like I have no idea what's going on at that point. The girls are really loud and annoying throughout the entirety of the movie. Wonderful. The young couple, like a middle-aged couple, at certain points would go up from their seats going to, like, the back row and, like, yell at them. Oh, they have really to be loud. related then, right? Yeah, they, I th- yeah so they, they were so. somebody's parent. And then that was, like, what was going on. That was the action in the theater, not on the screen. I never go on Friday nights. I just had to. <laughs> I had a busy weekend, and never again. Yeah. I watched it. Yeah, no, thank you. I went, uh, I got my ticket for it yesterday at noon-ish. And there was nobody had bought tickets yet, and I was like, "That's a, and 
my wife even said, like, that's kind of surprising because it's a week off from school, so you figure more people would have gone to see it, like, midweek and stuff. Like, it, it may have been a little more... Nobody was in my fucking Well, theater. I mean, it's noon. Parents still have to work. I But I went at 8.30. I bought my ticket at noon. Oh, okay. And nobody had bought the ticket. Then, yeah. That's... And then I got there, and there's, there's not a lot of... My row, my row at, at Regal was me and another woman at the other end. And that was it. I had an empty row. Two nice. or three people sitting behind me, three or four people, like, two rows in front of me. That was about it. That's the best. Yeah, it was great, but at the same time, it... it it kind of gave me pause, like, when I got in there and saw nobody was there. I was like, Jesus, do people know something I don't know? Like, is this just flopping? No one, I don't think anyone's just interested in seeing this movie for whatever reason, because they marketed the shit out of it. Yeah. I but, have been seeing ads on the internet and YouTube video ads for, for this real. forever. And there's not, a, and, and to Sequel's point earlier, like, there's not other things out right no, now. No. There's not. This is, this is the thing to see, unless you're going to see... Oscar-nominated films that they put back in the theaters. Or if which, you're a big Liam Neeson fan, he wants to see Cold Pursuit. Ugh, no. Got a good write-up. It did. I don't know. It's like The Mule. Like, I wanted to see The Mule. I didn't wind up seeing The Mule. I'm probably not going <laughs> to wind up seeing Cold Pursuit. Same. It's a tough time. Like, we're all movie lovers, but, like, the awards are this weekend, and, like, I want to watch good things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't All want right. to take a chance. Yeah, it's 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 the risk, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to take the risk of it being bad. I don't take the. I don't want to waste two hours of my life with this service I'm already paying for that lets me see so many movies. Pretty much, you guys. Yeah. You uh, have it. I do have it. Yeah. You, you went, went to Regal. Regal. I did. I did for reasons. No uh, times. Uh, they, that's the other thing. There was only like no times anywhere. Four and nine thirty hmm. for standard. A four and a nine thirty. That's crazy because I went Tuesday and there were like six showings throughout the day. Yeah, they just they, they they just stopped showing it. It's only two days later too. Yeah, Jesus. So like I was like I, I didn't want to see it in IMAX three D. Like I wanted to just see it standard. If it had just been if it had been IMAX maybe, but I didn't want to see it see it in three D. That's fair. Am I right? It was like it was only like the four thirty and nine thirty, right? I can't go. They can't go back. There's no going. Only only, only forward. forward. Forward always. Thanks, Luke Cage. You figure, like, the police department for alibis would be able to go back, right? You would think, like, I should be able to do, do this as well. I was at the movies, but you can't check oh. the times because... <laughs> it's, it's a history in your app. You could show them that. Yeah, what did we get up to before yeah. we got super derailed? I don't remember. All right. Oh, we were talking about how awesome that, that under underground fight scene was. Yes. Oh, yeah, right, and bad theater experiences. Bad I had a theater. small child in mind that started yelping... And just getting, just like, ah, and then running in between the aisle, between because it had the three rows of seats, it was in between Ooh. two rows of the seats, and they were sitting in the row in front of me. Ooh. I was like, come on, like, I was trying to just ignore her, but I keep seeing this little figure running yeah. back and forth, and just like, my eye is drawn away from the screen, I'm like, no, watch the movie. Yeah, you don't have that luxury. Ignore her, ignore her. You Don't be annoyed we, by this. None of us have the luxury of being able to just ignore shit like this. It's just not going to work. Because we yeah. love our theater experience. I do. I really do. I want it. Like there. God help you if you ruin it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to a shitty theater for a good experience. Like the, well, I don't remember which. I think it was Pacific Rim Uprising. We, we saw that together. We saw that together. Yeah. By ourselves. Uh, almost, except that, except that guy on the phone. That guy on the speaking phone. Speaking Russian yep. in the middle of the movie. Did he, did he speak in the middle of the movie? <laughs> yeah. I thought I'm pretty he, sure. I, I, thought he tur- I thought he stopped, like, right as the movie started and didn't pick it back I up. I thought he started during the movie. Maybe. Either way, the overall, though, that theater experience was great because no little kids. Yeah. I saw 
another movie there with a whole shitload of kids. Oh my god, it was Titans Go to the Movies. Teen Titans yep. Go to the Movies. Fuck. Phenomenal film. If I only I forgot to mention that I also watched that again. Even funnier the second time, by the way. Sure. It is. You should see it without children making your life miserable. You still won't, gonna, but it's fine. There's still going to be too many songs. If you ever want to, I own it. So does sequel. Sorry. I do own it. Very, um... I was very impressed with the world that we're in. I just wanted more of it. I don't know who's animatronic. I don't know <laughs> who's an android. I don't know who's a robot. I don't know who's human. It seems like there's a lot of humans with robotic parts. It. You guys didn't see Ghost in the Shell. This movie is a lot like Ghost in the Shell if it had upbeat moments. Like, Ghost in the Shell is just dark and drab and dreary the entire time, and this one does that, but also, like, people exist as humans and have emotions and, you know. So, yeah, a lot of people have cybernetic enhancements in right, that but, world. But I imagine are, this, too. Or, like, what changes, what makes you a cyborg or cybernetically enhanced and... Yeah, that's it. I want to, are they on equal footing? Like, is that, is it like a, like a, like cohabitating, like, citizenship with, with, uh, like... Can, is, can a human be final champion, or, or a cyborg can be final champion? Like, like, I don't know where the line it, is. It like, looks like the only people who can actually manage to potentially survive playing professional murder ball are cyborgs. Yeah, I would right. imagine it's just a barrier to entry because a human wouldn't hold up against yeah, the kind a of human, punishment being yeah, beaten by a cyborg. A human would get ripped to shreds within a half a lap. Which Fair. is probably how people might become cyborgs in the or part or part cyborg. Part cyborg in the first place. Certainly, how his daughter died. Essentially, yeah. I just wanted to see more of the world, how we got to where we got to. Mm. It would have been a lot more interesting than uh, there was. There was oh, also yeah, the sure. love story. Hey, well, that's the thing <laughs> yep. too. There, there's this philosophical question of like, because well, we don't know, like, we don't know enough about the world to know if this is okay. Is a regular human falling in love with a cyborg a normal thing? Does it happen? Well, she asked. Eat- Ido that? Ido? What the hell's his name? How do you pronounce his name? Christoph Waltz? Yeah. Let's go with Ido. Dad? Yeah. Dad. (laughs) Like, he asked her. I mean, she asked him. Is it okay to love... Oh, can a human love a... Can a human love a cyborg? Do you you love a human? Does a cyborg love a human? (laughs) And that's fine that that's that's where they go with it, but he's proven himself to be a super understanding liberal guy... So even if it was taboo and not okay, like frowned upon by society, he still might be okay with it, right? Like we don't know. I mean, they're openly holding hands and stuff throughout the marketplace, and, and no one seems, seems to, to bat an eye at it. So I think it's fine. I don't think anyone. We don't know cares. the social norms of this world, yeah. and it'd be really nice if we did. That's, yeah, that's, but that's a fair criticism. From the from the hints we're given, from the the shots we're given, I don't see anybody openly objecting to it. So I think it's fine. Yeah, I, don't, I think it's, it's normal to them. Hugo's friend has a problem with it, but... Well, Hugo's friend's a little asshole. But, but yeah, it's, it's more of the fact that she's taking up Hugo's time. And that she's super valuable, and instead of just scrapping her... However, there's also other moments in the movie where it's like... They don't interact with cyborgs very often, it, I feel, because like when she goes underwater... They're all shocked by that. Like it's that that was the first time in this movie I actually had like a legitimate like huh, I wonder if this is a problem question because it seems like she needs to eat. Well, she needs to eat for her brain. Even uh dad mentions it. Yes. After. 
After that moment. No, before that. Mm, don't think so. Because he, he said she needs a balanced diet to keep her brain healthy. After she just tried Chalva for the first time, he gets brought home. Oh, I guess so, yeah. It's so weird. It's just a weird thing where, like, yeah, you need to consume regular organic food to keep your brain healthy, but don't worry, we didn't give you lungs, so you don't have to worry about those. You don't have to worry about those pesky lungs. It's, yeah, I mean... It's very busy. It's <laughs> the choices, like, and the choices might make a ton of sense in context of like knowing the full world or knowing more about Erm technology. But sure, but in a two-hour and two-minute movie, we're not learning that. So with sci-fi like this, there are certain things you just have to overlook. It's a two-hour, two-minute movie, but it's a part one. Yeah, so they can do whatever they want in the part one. They, they can. could have done what Corey said with the her just discovering the backstory of her pseudo dad. That could have been half of the movie, and then it's her... It's very rushed. It's like in the first ten minutes, she's following him around. So. Like she... That's the end of that chapter. <laughs> yep. Like, like she sees him come home with like a scratch on his arm, and thinks, oh my god, he might be the murderer, follows him, finds out that he's not the murderer, he's actually the guy hunting the murderers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's it. Jennifer Connelly is a complete waste in this movie. Oh my yep. fucking god, Their yes. relationship... Is the dumbest, like the backstory of the relationship is the dumbest thing. Our daughter died, so now I hate you, and I'm going to become, go work for Vector, the evilest man I, the most evil man I know. Oh, yeah, and by the what? way, <laughs> at the end of the movie, I'm gonna turn around and not be on Vector's side. And he's well, gonna turn me into parts. From that perspective, she's only with Vector to get back to Zalem. Yeah. Zalem. And she realizes he's full of shit. Because they were on Zalem, and now she's... De- so it's like, the daughter died, we're not on Zalem anymore, I can't be with you anymore. There's but they something- got kicked out of Zalem before the daughter died. It's, yeah, yeah because the daughter it's- was... Oh, because the daughter was sick, is why they got sick, kicked yeah, out in right. the first place. Ridiculous. There's meat on this bone, but again, it's unexplored. Yep. And I think Jennifer Connelly is a tremendous actor. She's one of my all-time favorites. She's I don't know good. what the hell's been going on with her movie choices lately. If she's just not getting not since roles. Rocket Man, <laughs> not Rocket Man. What you, uh, which one are you? Talking oh my about? God! What the Rocketeer? Hell? Rocketeer? Yeah, Rocket Man is the Elton John biopic coming out. Yes. Yeah, and there's also a comedy about a guy that goes to Mars. Okay. No idea. It's like it came out when I was like fifth grade. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, she's she's a waste. I don't know what's going on. Like, either do this better or not at all. Again, it, and it's it's just the rush, right? Like, it, it comes back down to it being rushed because her character turns three times in the last twenty minutes, and like, so you build this character arc, and then you just like you don't finish it. Like, you get like halfway up, and then it just ends. Like, you just hey, we need to wrap this movie up. So all of the things that could have been developed between here. In the end of a series, we just have to do it. We just have to crush it in. She's going to turn on Vector, and then she's going to quit, and then she's going to become parts for Zalem. That's what's going to happen in the last five minutes. With no prompting, nothing prompts her to decide that she's going to be on Alita's side. But she sees the love between Alita and Hugo the Worthless. What's his name? The lack of... of um source material knowledge that we have for the certain movies that we do is always going to be a problem. For sure. Maybe that strained husband-wife relationship is a major theme in the source material. Here, she it doesn't have to be 
a husband-wife relationship. She could just be Mahershala Ali's assistant. That's like just enthralled by Alita and like like wants to get that's better because when you add that element that they're related somehow you want to explore it and there's just not enough time to do so you could even just hint just hint the just them giving each other passing stares random like a couple times to be like I wonder if there's something there okay well we're not gonna go into it but Huh, that's interesting. That would bug the shit out of me. I'm, I'm, I'd rather, I would rather <laughs> I that, think I'm into the bugging the shit out of me camp, too. Fair, but I would rather that than what we get. What's your problem? What? When she grabs her? When yeah. she's oh. in the beginning? What's your problem, lady? That part was, like, vaguely interesting to me, and then they immediately expositioned who she was yep. and what was going on, and I was like, I'm no longer interested in that's, this. That's my daughter's body. Good, great. Cool, great, right. awesome. Bye, Jennifer Connelly. Don't need you anymore. <laughs> What's worse is that, like, again, talking about potential of this, like, potential, like, social norms that we don't really see, is that a thing? Like, are, are, ran, are humans, if humans are considered above cyborgs, that's why she felt, like, compelled and thought that it was acceptable to just pass by another person on the street and be like, hey, you, give me your arm now. I'm going to stare at this for a while. Well, because she recognized that it was the... I get why she did it. Yeah, yeah. I get why she did it. But the way that she comes across when she does it, it led me to believe that they were going to explore potentially this the social norms that humans, full humans, are still above robotic people. Period. I thought she was just like a thief. Like, I had no idea what to make of that until that exposition did for me. Yes. It would have been neat to find out, not immediately, but, you know, hey, what do I know about movies? We've only been doing this for a couple hundred episodes. Um, I said my favorite scene. I'm going to go into my least favorite moment. God, I hope it's the, the same movie. one as mine, but I doubt it. It has to do with Hugo. Okay, so far so good. So Alita's going for her tryout, mm-hmm. and Hugo's like, not oh going to go because he has to take care of something. No, he doesn't! <laughs> he doesn't have to take care of Anything at all. I have to quit right now during your match. <laughs> could, could do it tomorrow, the next day. Could just stop showing up. That's it. For, could do it in a few hours after you're done your match. I mean, they have, the audience has no idea what we're talking about, though, but Hugo steals parts for Vector. From other cyborgs. From other cyborgs. That's like his thing. He He's wears a, a mask. He, he has a mask when he does it. He does it with his like posse. Then they go around stealing parts. Alita doesn't know about it. It's a bad thing to do. Alita's about to get a tryout into the league. It's a big moment. They've declared their love for each other, and he's not going to show up because he's going to take a moral stand out of that exact moment. It's forced. It's lazy. It's awful. It's it. It, it, it really only is. it only serves to force Alita to break out of the motorball rink to go and try to save him. It only serves them to force another plot thread into this movie, which is Ed Screen, whatever the hell his name is, I already forgot. Zapan? Zapan, to frame Hugo for murder. For a reason. Well, the reason is he knows a connection between Hugo and Alita, and he's trying to get after no, Alita. He's got to get a bounty on Hugo's head, and right. then just... Yeah. It's just to lure Alita just revenge out. on her for losing a bar fight. Pretty much. For, for shaming him in public. Deep. Sick motivation, bro. Yeah, it's just, I have something I have to take care of right now. Not wait a night. 
Wait, wait an hour. Yeah, an hour or two. That's you could go watch the match. It's the worst. And then take Alita with you, and then let them try to fight you there. Really avoid all confusion by taking Alita with you and like quitting. Was that I mean, like? Was that the same moment? No, okay. no, mine's an even dumber Hugo moment. <laughs> Is it climbing the 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 nope. uh, cable? <laughs> even dumber than that. That's me. Go for it. Nope, that's me. Hugo become Hugo becoming a cyborg. Period. I was kind of okay with that. The problem is, we waste all this time and energy with his death, and then you sully the death by making him a cyborg, only to kill him the next fucking scene. A scene yeah. later, you kill him again. Why? Just let the fucking guy die. I think even Robert Rodriguez realized that he was, or the person who wrote the script was like, man, what a dumb character. Let's really stick it to <laughs> Let's kill this Let's guy kill twice. twice. I can only imagine. That's what happened. God. That's my least favorite part. Like, it's just too much. I get a little, like, emotional and be like, okay, that hurts. This girl, like you've astutely pointed out, is born yesterday, a couple weeks now, maybe, depending on how time passes yep. in this movie. She falls in love with this guy, and then he dies, and that's tragic, and you get the, I'm sorry that I was a scrapper, and I was technically willing to, like, scra- like scrap you, and then it doesn't matter because he becomes a cyborg. And what happens when he becomes a cyborg? He just climbs up the fucking rope, only to die and again. And then heartbreak again. I'm okay with him becoming a cyborg. Yeah, the, the way it happens, because I, I thought then we're going to get more Jennifer Connelly now because she's helping. We, we got a... They were going to have like a family unit. Yeah, with their, all right, I'm like, okay, we're, we're going to go. Then, then it just ends. It's it. I, I, I half... Again, it, for me, it was like I kept every time a new plot would like kind of open up or like a new like road and avenue that I felt like they might potentially go down that would be cool to kind of explore. I would start looking at the time and be like, "There's only fifteen ish minutes left in this fucking movie." Yeah, they can't. They can do nothing. I don't know how they're going to wrap this all up. And then there was the question of Nova. They did so much like. Hard, like hitting like the Nas button to like get us to the end and get us through all of the plot points. I was like, are we going to see her up there killing Nova too? Like, is that going to be how this ends? It's not what happened. No, no, she never gets up there. And normally, I never thought like, she was going to. Yeah, but normally when like when you watch a movie and like she has to or a character has to get to a certain point and they don't do it, but they again there's going to be another movie. You're like, wow, I can't wait for her to get up there. This is the opposite effect, where you're like, I'm really pissed she didn't get up there. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm ready to see the, the sequel. Uh, you might not, though. That's the I whole know, thing. But I know, but I hope I do. Yeah, me too. Honestly, at this point, me too. I think once I see a sequel, this one will be better because of it. I don't dislike this movie, and I know I'm shitting on it a lot. But, like, I, I honestly did really enjoy it. It's There's just, a lot of dumb things that we have to address. Yeah, exactly. Somebody out there make a YouTube cut of Alita Battle Angel with just Alita. Cut out. <laughs> cut out Hugo and cut out Jennifer Connelly. Just, just Alita, a little bit of Christoph Waits. I'm all about Gruishka. I'm all in for, with that. Perfect. This, that's all I need to see. Honestly, if you just took out the Hugo stuff, I think it might be worth it. That's a lot better if you take out the Hugo stuff. But I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed... I think you need Vector in there. I think you need Vector, too. He, he... Any scene with him just talking to Jennifer Connelly we don't need? 
He always does well, though, Mahershala. Well, yeah, unless he's a great, great actor. Unless yeah. it's a Nova part. Like, the Nova things we do need. Every time Nova takes yeah, yeah. over his brain. Do we ever hear Nova's voice, or do we no. hear the voice of the person that he is speaking to? We never hear Ed Norton's voice. No, we do not hear Ed Norton's voice. Uncredited Ed Norton. Yep. We take the glasses off. I was like, I was kind of jazzed. That might have been the moment. That, that's the first time in the movie I was like, "All right, now I definitely want to like, see." I'm how on this board. Goes. What a weird choice for Ed Norton to come out of semi-retirement for, because he's <laughs> never in things anymore. He's never in things anymore. He chose this. This he does Wes Anderson movies, and yeah, he's one of those guys now. Joe, so what's your least? Because we've my, done our, our Hugo least. All right, so my least, I forget what happens in the scene before for whatever reason, but he wakes up in, like, I guess his apartment, and she's there. Oh, he got drunk with uh, Vector. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wakes up, and he's showcasing around the room with his superhero shirtless scene, as if he's a lead character in this movie that's done a fucking thing and deserves it. He is the most useless, worthless, weak character. And it's, we're just like, we gotta see him buff, though, with his shirt off. Why? Who cares about Kean Johnson being shirtless? I, I think Alita liked it. But, like, we don't need that. We don't need that. He doesn't. He can be wearing a shirt the entire time. It's just, It was a dumb choice I for get, me. It bothers me. I, you know what, though? I think that you're not wrong. I hate those scenes with people who are important, and he is worthless. I... I hated the decision, the the way Vector went about his decision. Anyway, like I think that was the problem. Like I wanted to see the moment where he where he actually had to choose between scrapping Alita or not, right? Because she then later, like a couple, thirty seconds past the stuff that you really hate, something I didn't personally didn't like. She opens up her chest. Pulls out her super rare, one of a kind heart and says, "I'll give this to you if you want." Why wasn't Vector's like angle be like, "Yo, she's just a robot. Scrap her, and I'll get you to Zalem tomorrow." Like, why wasn't that the philosophical choice, not the? Because I think he realizes that that wouldn't have worked out. I think it might they have. have like a companion. But that would have been that would have been compelling. Yeah, he doesn't know that Alita's naive. But he knows her battle capabilities. She would have just killed all of them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But going back to your scene... Mm-hmm. It's a stupid thing to hate that much, but it just bothered me. Well, here's the... Well, I disagree. I've hated... Here's, here's my take. Less. As an audience member, we love Alita. Yes. They did a great job with her. They did. She loves Hugo. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing this through her ginormous brown eyes. <laughs> and she's into it. They do such a poor job with Hugo, us as the audience are like, no, don't look at them, we don't want you two together, he's awful, that's why it's terrible. I don't even care about that, I just, like, all the superhero lead, like, in superhero movies, the big strong lead who's the hero of the movie and the action star gets to have the shirtless scene. It's kind of pointless, but I forgive it. He is a worthless character. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve to have a shirtless scene. He's done nothing, right? Except say, "I'm with her in a bar after he almost dies." Yeah, and then he dies twice. Yeah, he dies. Fuck Hugo. Yeah, no, he fuck Hugo. <laughs> fuck Awful. Hugo. I would have rather seen Christoph Waltz have shirtless. a shirtless scene. <laughs> At least he does something badass by protecting the women. Fuck man, the. Noah's a better character than Hugo. Everyone. The the <laughs> African American nurse. Yeah. yeah. That says like three words. I don't know. But her is name. in like fifteen different scenes. Noah's a better character than her and him. 
Dog Cyborg. Dog, <laughs> dog Hunter. Dog uh, yeah. Hunter. He's great. So awesome. He was my favorite part of that bar scene. Outside of the actual action. Yeah, yeah. But, he's like, outstanding. I, when they showed him and then I saw the dog, I was like, he's going to be the one who helps. Yep. He's yeah. going to be the one who answers the cry. Well, once the real dog came in and they like panned back to him and he's got the real dog in his hand, he's like, okay. And then once the dog died, I was like, oh, that guy's, that guy's in. That guy's in. How does she not recognize the other hunter? What do you mean? Hunter killers? A bunch of those hunter killers are in the free-for-all tryout. In the bar? A bunch of the guys that are, in the, that are in the bar Yeah. wind up on the field in the tryout. Specifically the last, the last, the, the girl, the last girl one. Oh, yeah. She's definitely, uh, yeah, she is. Christoph Wall says it, he's like, a bunch of these have bounties out for him, and the rest are hunter, are they called hunter killers? Is that what they're called? Uh, hunter warriors. Hunter, hunter warriors. warriors. But she's a hunter warrior, and she's trying out also, so I don't think it's a... Yeah, no, no, no I get that, but why didn't she recognize them? Maybe she so, did. We're but, not, we're not privy to that information. And so what yeah. if she did, like, what is she gonna say, hey, remember that fire? That was pretty cool. Like, Remember that time we all kind of fought? Some Remember stuff? I tried to rally you and you just walked away? You weren't having it? I used to have a different body. You might not remember who I am. I'm Alita. They just said my name really loud. I like that she uh, she wrote 99 on her shoulder pad, though. Number 99 on the field. Number one in your hearts. Alita. Wow. Rare replacements of you. Yes. She's the best. She is. I mean, we shit on this movie a lot, but she is awesome. I wish she was in a better movie. It's not that this movie is bad, but the quality of her character in relation to the story we're given with her is just, it's it's uneven. Yeah, it's so uneven. But what I will say about her specifically is this is, and I said it when I first saw the trailer that I thought that this might, they may have finally managed to do it. And I can say now, confidently, since seeing the movie, that they did do it. This was the first time that we get 100% CGI next to actual people. And it doesn't look wonky at all. It looks beautiful and fluid, and it looks right. It looks real. And good good on them for taking that time and energy to making it look great. Because how many times do we complain about... CGI next to a real person or like that back and forth and it just never works out. And in this, it, it fucking worked perfectly. They used the budget well. Yeah, she looks so... The close-up scenes of her waking up, specifically. They like zoom... It's like essentially close-up in on her face. That looked real. That looked like skin. That was phenomenal work. They did a good job. And she does a great job acting it. Mm-hmm. She does a great job with this character. I don't remember what her name is. Rosa. Rosa? 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 I think it's Rosa. I think it's Rose. I could have written it down wrong. Like some kind of idiot. You cool. might be right. And that's Rosa. You're right. Yeah, I thought. Okay. Rosa. I wrote it down wrong. Rosa. It's on me. And she hasn't been in a ton of things. Bird Box. Bird Box. Which I don't know who she is in Bird Box, though. I think she's the um, girl that... Runs away with a guy that we never see again. She's in the Maze Runner movies. That's really the only thing. Oh, she's the cop. Yeah, you right. Yeah, she plays um. She plays in, Ma- in Maze Runner. She's uh. Who's Brenda? Yeah, that's the redhead one, right? No. Wait. She's apparently an insurgent. She's too. the main love entrance in the second one and the third one. 
Does she have red hair in that? I think she. I think so. Possibly. I've only read the books. I, I, I've watched the first movie, but she's not in that one. I always pictured Selena Gomez as that character, like when I was reading the books. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what I pictured her as. I feel like they said she had red hair, but this is neither here nor there. <laughs> yep. This is the Maze Runner and completely irrelevant to lead a battle angel. Do we do all favorites and least favorites? Because we're running a little bit long. We um, sure did. My, yeah, I think I think I did my favorite. Okay. So, uh, anybody else have anything they want to throw in here before we start rating it? No. Good, Joe. Okay, then here's the part of the show where we rate the movie that we just reviewed for you. Using a number of infinity stones from one to six. If we give it six stones, we can also give it an infinity gauntlet. And if you're familiar with our show, you know how that works. Let's let you know our stone score for Alita Battle Angel. And I forget which one of you gets to start. Sequel gets to start. Again, I love her. I hate most everything else. <laughs> this is what I've come to. Oof, hate. Come, come to, come to see while reviewing this. But um, yeah, I mean. I'm going to give it a three, because I don't think we're going to get the second Battle Angel movie, or Alita movie, it's not going to be called Battle Angel, but I, I don't think it's coming, I really don't, and it's going to be a lot of unresolved plot for me, and uh, yeah, until we, I, I reserve the right to change it, but I love her, she's worth three stones, nobody else is worth that much, so we're going to go three stones. Corey? I want to see this movie again. I want to see if it makes a little more sense to me on the second go-through. But most importantly, I want to see the sequel to this movie. I hope they have the conviction to go for it and actually do it regardless of whether it's a block, it, it, whether it's a big blockbuster or not. Like, as long as it makes its money back, I think that they really should... And it will, overseas at least. Yeah, I, I really think that they should do their part and, and and show us the second half and actually show us how this story is supposed to end, considering they jammed too many stories down our throats in the first one. But that being said, like I said, I want to see it again, which means that it's going to get four stones for me. I think that she looks awesome. I think visually it's really, really good. It, it trails off a little bit at the end, but I can hand wave it see this movie and just focus on Alita because she is worth every second of screen time she gets. Gonna be doing a lot of echoing here again. Love the Alita, love the character, couldn't get enough. Love the world that they created. Not enough backstory, but hopefully we get I'm excited to see a sequel. I really hope it happens. I would really like to see her go up to Zalem and just kick some ass and take on Nova in a battle of wits. There's some cool, really cool movie uh, ideas in this movie. The whole hunter-warrior thing. I think that's a really cool concept. They have, like, a guild of bounty hunters. And that's the law. That's the law pretty have, much top to yeah, bottom. That would be a really interesting thing to expand on. Never going to get it expanded on, but that's fine. It's just a cool premise. Everyone else, yeah. Hugo sucks. That's really... Hugo is the worst. The main point to drive home here. A little bit of a dumb plot, but I would see this movie again... Probably not right away, but in the future. And like I said, I'm excited for the sequel. So, tentatively, I'm going to give this movie four stones. I think it's good enough to deserve that. And I would recommend seeing the movie if you're at all interested in, because that'll help us. Every dollar counts. Help us get that sequel made. <laughs> Don't let this movie blue balls with a, <laughs> with a cliffhanger like that. 
I just read something quick online. The headline was, A-lister casted for Alita sequel that might not happen. And all the subsequent headlines are like how the sequel might not happen. And um, so they were talking about Ed Norton, who we see at the end. And there's also Michelle Rodriguez is in it. And Jai Courtney, and Captain Jai Boomerang Courtney. himself. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? But they're supposed to have a bigger role as the story expands. They just agreed to do it. There's no script out or anything. In this day and age, they usually don't wait for the return before they greenlight something. No. They'll greenlight it and then they'll cancel it. But there's nothing down the pike for this yet. They were so. probably very uncertain about yeah. how this movie would do. I think they clearly... <laughs> I think they're right, unfortunately. Because they left a ghost in the show and how not great that did. And they're like, this is along the same vein. We're not really sure. But we've got Rodriguez and Cameron throwing their weight and money into the... Or probably not money, but... At least they're weight behind it. Yeah. So they figured they had a shot. So maybe we'll see it, hopefully. And those are our scores for Alita Battle Angel. If you have seen Alita Battle Angel, like to let us know your thoughts about it, or tell us how much you enjoyed Alita, or... You know what? If you... One of the people who liked Hugo, actually. Get at us. Let us know. Send us an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. I mimed it. I liked it, actually. That was good. You can find us on Twitter and send us a gif of your favorite Hugo moment at ZTH Podcast. If you are a cyborg or you have ERM technology, please take pictures of it and send it to us on Instagram at ZTH Podcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash ZTH Podcast, or search in Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes. We post the episodes, the link to the episodes there. We share it, and you comment on our shares, but not on the actual ZTH post, and Joe doesn't get a notification he said about that, so... Go to the Facebook page. <laughs> Give us a little thumbs up. Yeah. That's all we ask. One little thumbs up. Well, I mean, we're going to ask for one more thing. And as you go onto iTunes or a podcast app and get, that pulls from iTunes, hopefully, and give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show, let us know, let iTunes know, let more of the public know. Tell people about the show. If you want to leave a review, that's totally optional, but we will read it on an upcoming episode of the show if you do. Thanks in advance. And, yeah. That's all the stuff we have to do for this episode. Next time, we're going to be doing Terminator 2 Judgment Day. It's been a while since I've seen any of that movie, so I'm excited. I'm super excited. Yeah. Can't wait. It's been... It's <laughs> I'm a little upset I have to wait a week to uh, talk about it. For this show, doing a movie I know I'm going to enjoy ahead of, like ahead of time, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a big moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> It so rarely happens for poor sequel. That's <laughs> true. So tune in for that one. I'm sure you're excited about it too if you're a fan of the movie. And until next time, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. I don't doubt that Alita Battle Angel became someone's. Alright, bye. <laughs> Play the music. Nick Plessant.